Uh, okay, uh, so Jordan, uh, we start every show with uh, a little surprise for you. You get to, uh, I, I start every show by saying, start the party, Dan, and uh, you get to decide how I say it. So it can oh, be just like, a, yeah, like a character, an accent, whatever, you know, whatever you're feeling like. A situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, an improv game off the top. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good um, luck. <laughs> yeah. Start the party. Yeah, start the party dance. Uh, say it. I just say it like you're. Um, I just saw a video of uh, the guy from uh, uh, Brady Kachuk singing like an Arkell song. So sing it like, uh, sing it like Brady Kachuk singing an Arkell song. <laughs> now for our for our non non Canadian listeners, Brady those are Kachuk. real things. Yeah, yeah. That was the most oh, maybe the one most. One of those Canadian is a person, and one of those is a band. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Brady Kachuk plays hockey for the Ottawa Senators, and the yes. Arkells are one of Canada's most popular bands. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> well, and they're determined to ruin every sports franchise in the in the country. Are you a, are you a Hamilton Tiger Cats fan? Or? No, but I'm a Toronto Raptors fan, and I hate that they've they always like latch on to like Nick Nurse. I fucking despise it. It drives me crazy. It's like get away from my basketball team, the Arkells. Leave them alone. Nice. Full well, disclosure. The, uh, full disclosure <laughs> the bass player for the Arkells is regular listener of the show. Hi, Nick. Uh, oh, hi, Nick. What's up? No, hey, Nick. Uh, good to hear from you again. Well, Nick, uh, no, please I'm... leave Nick Nurse alone. I worry. <laughs> I want him to stay fucking focused. I don't want him thinking about if he needs to learn a riff on the weekend. No, I want him focused on the game. I don't want him to be like, I got to learn Sign Seal Delivered tomorrow. <laughs> uh yeah so arkel's canadian band and they yes they have become very associated with sports uh in in this country they're they're writing a lot of sports anthems these days and yeah so uh anyway they 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 are i i should say i am a fan of their first few albums they're not uh you know they 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 got some good stuff anyway so this is brady kachuk doing the arkel's saying start the party dan okay did he do it well? Can I get a little like? Did you feel like he nailed it, or was he like off? It was very charming. Okay, it was really. Okay. It, was, it, was, <laughs> it ended up being very sincere. Like it was like, oh, this guy actually really likes this song. Good for him. Okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> okay. I, it, I do kind of feel like I want to do it in the in like a style of one of their songs. So I'll do like yeah, uh, years in the making is the one I just did. That's uh, you yeah. know they love to play that song at sports games. So here we go. Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. It's what I live for. It's the air that I breathe. Cause I'm rude for me. And I'm not sorry. Welcome everybody to the block party. I didn't hear much Brady Kachuk in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My apologies. I, thank you for saying it. I was, uh, All right. I, I know, I, I know I made you jump through a hoop, but I was a little disappointed. Okay. All right, here we go. 
uh, yeah, um, yeah, you know, like, uh, look, the game tonight was, uh, look, the boys are doing good. You know, the boys are playing well. And, uh, yeah, you know, when Norzy uh, got that pass from Shabs and, uh, you know, put it in the back of the net, all I could think about was that Arkell song, you know, uh, start the party, Dan. <laughs> That, that was that was dead on. <laughs> Thank <you>. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other hockey players in the clip, like the Brady starts talking about the song and he likes so much, and the guy responds and he's asking, Is the song good? And he goes, She pretty? <laughs> 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 she fucking pretty, eh? <laughs> <laughs> she fucking uh, nice. She a beaut. She, <laughs> she a beaut? Is she a fucking beaut? Or bud? Is she a fucking beaut? Uh, hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. This is Block Party. This is episode number 165. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, you have heard from our, our guest already, a very funny man. His, uh, he's a comedian. He's a writer. His album, Friend Daddy, is out right now. Jordan Foisey is here. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hey, man. Th- thanks for having me. Thanks for hey, having us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for getting the show kicked off. I mean, we do... I should tell you, like uh, our show demographic, we our, our listenership is about eighty five percent American, um, oh, wow. and okay. they love they love when we no, but they love they love the Canadian Canada stuff. stuff. Yeah. So they like, oh, they don't love understand the- what's happening. So. Oh my god! Oh well, then I'm the right guy for this fucking job. <laughs> Mirrored in the depths of Canadian showbiz, I've seen it all, boys. <laughs> Myers, yeah. sorry. Do you have any uh, Mike Bullard stories? Because we can no. kick things off with. I saw that, and I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any. So who got who? Who's been blocked by Mike Bullard? Uh, Josiah Hughes, actually, who we have on a mailbag coming up later this week. But yeah, oh, he got fantastic! I, I saw that, and I was like, "Damn, to get blocked by Mike Bullard—that's an honor." That's I mean, that with the sock as well. I think is sort of in the same in the same league. I think. Oh yeah. Um, and I, our listeners, I think, are more familiar with the sock. Um, He's because, got some traction outside the borders. Yeah, I think because because well, he's um, so psycho on Twitter, he's right? Totally insane on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think people, you know, they they understand immediately. Oh, this is like a guy. Well, I mean, they don't understand immediately. There's a lot of explanation <laughs> that goes into it. But this guy was very popular in like the '90s and early 2000s. He's a sock. He's got a cigar. What do you want? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a he's a sock puppet who smokes a cigar, and he would yeah. like uh, make fun of like bad music videos. Um, yeah. and now he's like, uh, like this weird, like centrist guy on Twitter. Yeah, that's how um, I, that's how I yeah. describe him. I'm like, you remember triumph, the insult comic dog. Well, imagine if he was Canadian worse and a centrist now. Yeah. It's but very, one of those uh, agro centrist. Yes. yes. Very aggressive. One of my uncles back home in Sault Ste. Marie, he's the weirdest guy. He's like a blue collar Biden guy. Like yeah. he like like he cranks beers and and CNN like he watches CNN like other angry dads watch his Fox News and so I've never met this guy. He's like like he's the kind of guy that I'm like man if Trump was around I'd fucking rough him up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's kind of Ed Sox energy too, like aggressive centrist. Yeah, like, the, I think the the first time a lot of people became aware of him from our podcast was when he was like defending Justin Trudeau's like blackface thing. Um, <laughs> And he was like, he was like really going in on it. It was, he was was, worried if he was worried if we get rid of blackface, they'll come after sock puppets next. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He uh, was concerned about our, our listeners are also familiar with him because he's in, um, he has a cameo in a Frank D'Angelo movie. Um, Oh, so they know about Frank. 
Oh, oh yeah, oh, we've yeah. we've introduced them to Frank. Yeah, yeah, and we okay. on my on my Twitch stream will uh, well we used to when they were on Amazon Prime, but we would watch all of his movies on there. Um, and I mean, you've watched the, them all. You've watched all of the D'Angelo's. I've all the ones that were on Prime at the time. So there's a couple I haven't seen. Um, actually, producer Dan there has I think I think almost all of them on his Plex server. I've got all the uh, ones I can find. Yeah, yeah. Dan, <laughs> um, I've actually never watched them. Oh my god! You, I know. You need I've, to watch one. Oh and I have God. such like a weird, not a crazy relationship with him, like not personally, but so I'm from Sault Ste. Marie and he bought the OHL arena there for a little while. Oh, like our oh, hockey really? arena was called the fucking Steelback Center for like five <laughs> years. So it was like, it, I, I've always like been fascinated with him because then he went like bankrupt immediately, right? He, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's basically, he hasn't made any movies since like, I want to say like 2018 or 2019. Right. Um. And obviously, like, you know, he had like big, he had like James Caan in a couple of his movies. Um, <laughs> and he's one, he one, of, one people, of the Baldwin brothers, you know. So. He pays him with cash. Yeah, he I think pay, that makes he, perfect sense. He does. Because I know one of the comedians, a comedian I know is like his, like, a guy on his show, you like sit on the couch or whatever. Yeah, like we, talk, we talk about Jeff on the show. Oh, yeah. Perfect. But <laughs> yeah. that's what he said. He said it's like just duffel bags of cash. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <unreal. laughs> The, like James Kahn has talked about, uh, I think he did an interview about it basically. And he was like, well, like I was in the middle of a divorce and like, I really needed some money. So I went up there for like three days and filmed this vampire movie. I wonder if there's like an, an uh, version of variety for like dirtbag producers and they find out who's been divorced recently. They're like, yeah. oh, Willis just got divorced for the seventh time. We can get him for like Sinner C or whatever the fucking movie. That's like all like Bruce Willis now. Like those are the only movies he does, right? Is like it's, the, it's nuts. There's a new Bruce Willis movie that you've met from like a parallel reality every week. I forget the name of the guy, but there's like one producer who's like behind all of these like shitty action movies, right? And like um how it works is yeah, he'll he'll pay Bruce Willis to come up for like a day of shooting, and he's in the movie for like maybe five minutes tops. So he's not even, but then, but then you see the poster and it's like all Bruce Willis all the time, but he's like barely in the movie. Um, He's probably making so much money doing (laughs) it. That's a great gig. Yeah. You don't have to try. You don't have to do any stunts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, But the Frank D'Angelo one that Ed the Sock was in. Have you seen any of these, uh, Stefan, any of these new Bruce Willis-y ones? No, I feel like uh, if we asked our friend Jesse, he would have seen some of them, but. I'm trying to um, see like what some of these are even called here. I see American Siege, uh, Fortress, yeah, 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 Deadlock, Hair of the Dog. That looks yeah. like a good one too. There's one called Cosmic Sin. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's with Frank Grillo. Oh, yeah, two God. classic, two yeah. classic sci-fi cerebral actors. Like, what's going on? Let's we got to meet some intelligence light. Intelligence life. Yeah. So 2021, he did Fortress. 2022, Fortress Two. And this is oh. in pre-production, but Fortress Three, uh, that should be coming he's, soon. He's uh, he did nine. He's in nine movies in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Co- Cosmic Sin: Seven rogue soldiers launch a preemptive strike against a newly discovered alien civilization in the hopes of ending an interstellar war before it starts. Ah, uh, dude, the, the, starring the, Bruce Willis on a chair. The, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, like Steven Seagal, right? Like that's yeah. his whole thing. If you if you watch uh, a trailer for like his latest movies, he it literally looks like he is sitting in, in like an office chair, and like and like punching and just like rotating with the chair, basically. <laughs> well, the um, one if if you guys are if you guys are fans of like late period actor, like what are these guys doing? 
Have you guys watched the Will Smith National Geographic show? No. Oh, no. I've seen ads oh. for it, though. Oh, man. You gotta watch it. It's so funny because Will Smith is very, very bad at describing nature. Like, he doesn't know what to say all the time. And so it's like, it's so, so funny. Like, he's constantly bewildered. But, and it's got like really like, it's very much the energy of a man who is like embarrassed by his wife on her YouTube show. Like, <laughs> like, like he's like, I'm going to the bottom of the ocean. Get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> it's really, um, but there's one part where he's describing a volcano to a blind guy, a, a fellow, uh, like a blind explorer. <laughs> I'm yeah. in already. I'm in. Yeah, dude. And he's so, he's so bad at it. He says it's like orange fireworks. What? You can't describe a color to a blind guy. Exactly. Orange fireworks. You know, all those orange orange fireworks you've seen in your life. There's a part part where he's underneath the ocean and he says it's like Star Wars. The ocean. And he's he's thinking of like the prequels too, like Phantom Menace when they're going through like the tunnel or whatever. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. I mean, in fairness to Will Smith, I feel like that is... Like describe, assuming this guy was blind at birth, describing anything to him is going to be a challenge. Um, well, but, I didn't, but lead, leading off with the color is. Very funny. <laughs> I didn't come here for sympathy for Will Smith, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but so the the Frank movie that Ed the Sock is in is uh, oh, yes. it's called The Joke Thief, um, and I don't know if either of you have seen it, but it's completely. I certainly have not seen it, but you've explained it a yeah, few times so, on the show before. So. Frank plays this like, you know, very like gifted comedian uh, (laughs) who apparently like got in trouble for stealing a joke like 20 years ago or something. But then he gets a call from his agent that they're doing like a live national like stand up show. And we need you like we need we need you to be the head. This is a big theme of a lot of Frank movies is like he used to be something and he hasn't been that. Right. And he hasn't because there's a hockey one, too, where, yeah, he's a goalie that's been retired for like 15 years. And then they're like, we're in game seven of the Stanley Cup and our goalies hurt. We need you, you know, like it's that's very much he loves to be that sort of like, you know, and that one's really funny, too, because it was there was clearly like, um, he does like charity hockey tournaments and stuff, I guess. So like Alexi Ashen was playing Zenon Konopka <laughs> was there, like all these just random ass players. Um, and he clearly just like filmed around the tournament and like the, the game itself. And then like made a movie out of it. And it's, hey man, it's that's, so that's hustle. That's oh. Steven Soderbergh would be so proud of it. It's so funny like, though, because they, they don't even show like, obviously it's just like a very like casual game of like shinny, right? Like no one's yeah. hitting, um, but like oh, but he films it like it's intense. Well, yes. no, but he, <laughs> like he tries it. Sort of the Stanley Cup yeah, final, right? It's, it's supposed to be the big game, right? And like, um, they'll show, but they'll show like entire shifts, right? So they have like, like during the game, and the game is the majority of the movie. They have like the ticker at the top or whatever. They have like the the score bug and everything, and like they'll just show like the clock counting down, and they'll show a guy like icing the puck and then they'll go and get the puck and then they'll go have a face off and then they'll take a shot from the point that's like unscreened and like Frank grabs it and they'll blow the whistle but like it'll be it's insane it's like the majority of the game it's so fucking weird do they do any like inserts of like Frank 
it's clearly like not that game anymore and he's doing something cool, but it's clearly he's the only guy on this new ice. No, no. you wish it was that good. It's even better. They doesn't even do that. No. So what they do instead is that like, cause he's in goal. Right. And uh, obviously everyone's like going very easy on him uh, for the yeah. most part. And so they'll show him making just like the easiest save in the world. <laughs> And he'll make it look very difficult because I don't think he's that good. Yeah, it probably as, as was really hard for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but then, but then they'll they'll make that seem super intense in the movie. Like, oh my god, that's the craziest save I've ever seen. And they have um, they have like commentary going during the game, right? Like, kind of, but not really. But but they'll sw- they'll jump up to the booth, and it's like, um, <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Bill Waters, if you remember him. Yeah, he was like the Leafs assistant GM, and then he was and he was on Sportsnet for a while, I think. Right. Yeah, he was terrible. Um, He's just just a very like he's just an old guy who like doesn't really know hockey. He has a weird pipeline to old NHL people because he used to have an ad with like the Esposito brothers and and shit. He had he had a radio show with one of the Esposito brothers, I think, too. And I I think I feel like they're in some of his movies too. I think honestly, (laughs) all he did, Jordan, was he paid a guy with a duffel bag full of cash (laughs) one time, and then all the guys who would be into a duffel bag of cash (laughs) (laughs) called him. He didn't have yes. to call Phil Esposito. Phil called him and he was like, "Hey, I hear you're handing out duffel bags of cash." Yeah, but you should, so those bag. are the those are the two movies you should like. They're all great. They're so all what's so the much hockey fun. One called? We got the, the hockey one theme. is called the, the last, last big great save. save for the last great save. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it, him coming up with that title. Yeah, like oh, it just man. hit him like a bullet. Like his, the his last. characters. Well, his character's name is Joey Bird. And then, like, the owner of the team at one point is like, I believe that Joey Bird will fly high again. And it's very clear that he came up with that phrase first and was like, oh, I should call him Bird. His last name should be Bird. What flies high? What flies yeah. high? Yeah. And, and it's, very, it's also, like, uh, it's clear that they're sort of basing the contract, at least, in that, in that context on uh, Rick DiPietro signing that, like, 20-year deal or whatever with, with the Islanders or the 15-year oh. deal. Um. Yo, so, so this guy's getting inspired by Rick DiPietro. This yeah. guy's incredible. What it's, a brain. It's crazy. So, th- so watch that one is, I think that's my favorite. And then uh, the joke thief is just incredible because half the movie is Frank in an Uber on the way to the show. And then like having like flashbacks to like his life and stuff. And then the other half is like <laughs> comedians doing like sets. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's Ed the Sock. Um, it's like this uh, actor from like Growing Pains who used to be like a Playboy model. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, uh, it's that Canadian guy. Oh, Glenn um, Foster. Yeah. Glenn Foster, <laughs> He brings the house down, yeah. That guy always offers to help people with their showcase sets on like the Toronto stand-up community page. He's always like, hey, if anyone needs somebody to kick up their, their 10 minutes now that it's showcase season, let me know, reach out. And then <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you a good price. You're like, Glenn Foster, no one's going to fucking pay you for your help. That's crazy. But yeah, that I gives you an idea that, of uh, like the, the last... sets in the movie. Like, yeah. I'm just glad you backed me up, Jordan, because the last time Stefan brought up this movie, I said the exact same thing about Glenn Foster. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. But you know what's you... weird? He was also the first Canadian, like maybe the first comedian I remember liking. Like I was oh, like yeah. 11 was years like, old. Yeah, when you Canadian, flip. I, it was, it was like me saying, it's probably my Lenny Bruce. Like, I was like, holy fuck. 
Canadians <laughs> are fuck. We do go to Tim Hortons all the time. <laughs> this guy is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he wore a leather jacket in it too. It is his raw, like his comedy now special. He's yeah. like spreading it. It's his Eddie Murphy's raw. Glenn Foster, that Canadian guy. Yeah, he oh does God. use homophobic slurs in it as well. So they have the two. <laughs> those are the two <laughs> things they have. That is undoubted. So, so that's the that's the second one I would watch. And then if you're gonna watch one of his like, because uh, he does some like gangster movies, I would watch Sicilian Vampire, uh, yeah, which is where okay. he is a uh, mob leader who becomes a vampire. Um, <laughs> That and, one seems to be the one where it's like, if you're going to get into this guy, that's the ground floor. It's like Boogie Nights, right? Yeah, that one is probably <laughs> his most well-known that's and like his also Boogie his Nights. craziest. That's yeah. what a lot of people say about it. That's, it's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, this is like Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah like that James Conn plays like... Yeah, James Conn plays like... Um, it's unclear if Frank knows the difference between like a medical doctor and like <laughs> like a doctor you get from like studying like literature oh. and like history and stuff. Because right. he seems to be both of those because he's like, oh, I, I know all about like like classical like mythology and like like ancient like vampires and stuff. Uh, but also they're coming yeah. here and I can like uh, test your blood in this like centrifuge. That is how dumb guys imagine smart guys are like. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, like he if, nails if, it. Yeah. If you're like if you're dumb, you're like, oh, a smart guy. He can operate. He knows plays like it's like it's all one thing. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's one. There's one scene in it where to like demonstrate that he has like these like crazy vampire powers and they sort of uh, foreshadow it earlier in the movie. Well, they don't sort of they like explicitly Frank for some reason says something about like, oh, I could uh, I can hear a mouse fart, you know, and then um, at one point after he's gotten his powers, um, you see like a mouse walk by and it farts. And then you see like Frank sort of like react to it. It's incredible. Come on. It's, it's That's so good. legit funny. It's so funny. Yeah. So those are the big, those are the big three. Sicilian vampire, uh, the last great save and the joke thief. But again, you can't go wrong with any of his movies, but those Don't are you the, guys want 5% of that, whatever that is. God. Like the lack of shame that he did. Like it's, I, as someone who's like tried to write a pilot, cause you're supposed to, you know what I mean? I'm like, this guy's cranking out terrible movies every six months. That's incredible. And like, he does all the music for it as well. Right. So you watch like the credits and it's just like, it's just his name over and over again. Like he, he wrote it, he directed, he <laughs> produced it, he started it, he did all the music for it. And like, I, well, that's a super Canadian, like, that's a super oh. Canadian thing though. Oh, like our entertainment yeah. industry is filled with fucking like, like Paul gross. Yeah. Like anytime that guy does a fucking movie, it's like starring, written, produced, directed by like, the Canadian entertainment industry is like, there's like six guys doing 47 jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like on every movie. That's my oh. big problem. That's why people are like, oh, you know, you're, you're doing fairly well. seems like, you know, have you ever tried to get into TV or movies? I'm like, I don't know how to be a key grip. So unfortunately, <laughs> I, I just can't, they won't let me. They're like, yeah. you know, that's our audition system is crazy. Have you ever worked with Ed Jordan? Have you ever done like a festival oh, or a comedy show baby, with him? Baby, he, we had him on the, I have a story about Ed. Uh, so I write for, uh, speaking of the, the Canadian entertainment <laughs> industry, I write for this hour is 22 minutes, which for your listeners is a 30 year old news satire show. Uh, and it's, if the daily show was for like, 62 year old east coasters like that's kind of like <laughs> you know and i won't go further than that but uh you know it's uh <laughs> we do we we you know we we, work we try our hard. best we try our best <laughs> and so it, I, I i will get into this anyways so we had 
we wanted to do this thing. Uh, some of the writers pitched this idea last year when everyone was like apologizing for Britney Spears or apologizing. Remember that documentary came out and everyone was like, oh, we're, they're apologizing about how mean they were to Britney Spears. Yeah. We wanted to get Ed the Sock to on to apologize for like video on trial. And like, because it's like pretty crazy. Like he's like, and we had, and they like burned him. And then he, he came on and then he, he, he refused to do it. Like he wouldn't apologize even as a joke. And then he just like burned her more. My he God. just like did a little <laughs> monologue where he, uh, like he fucking like, um, <laughs> yeah, he, I forget what he said, but it was like, and it was so, it was, so, I'm like, this guy's a true total fucking prick. Cause we were like opportunity to be like, Hey, you can kind of self-deprecatingly like acknowledge. And not even that he had to, it was like, it's kind of a funny idea. If you're into jokes, you could be like, and instead he was like, He's he like doubled down. He's like, no, I was right to call this twenty-year-old teenager like a like a whore. Basically, it was like, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I think this, this is our most uh, Canada-heavy episode. I think we've ever done. Probably, dear God, I'm sorry, guys. No, 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 <laughs> no, no don't be sorry. Oh, yeah, I fucking apologize. And <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm so sorry. unintentional. I'm so sorry to you guys. I, I have, and, there's more Canadian too. I got to bring up something other Canadian as well when we're talking about. I'm sorry to say, but it's no. Don't be sorry. No, it's Ooh. good. People, people love it. Uh, okay. No, I was just curious because yeah, it was like it. It was funny. Um, I've, I've talked about this on the show before, so I won't. I won't belabor it. But I, I did the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. And Ed the Sock was in the festival, and it was just like very. It's just weird to be around a guy he's who's because he's a guy, and so There's like a the fucking guy, yeah. And you're just like um, and and like it's weird because the guy has like an ego, but, yes, but also no one knows who he is, so he has to constantly <laughs> tell people like. You know, because you're probably thinking in your mind, you like interact with him and you're like, wow, why is this guy's kind of like, you know, thinks a lot of himself. And then he has to constantly be like, I'm, I'm at the sock. Actually, that's why, you know, that's why I'm an asshole to everybody. That's, that's, that's yeah, why I treated case. that server like shit. Cause I'm, I'm fucking at the sock actually. That's, yeah. Like when he wants to complain about a meal, he has to pull out the puppet and be like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Ed, please take this one. You have to <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Ah, There's where did so you learn how to serve? Did you watch a Britney Spears video? <laughs> you fucking whore. Because uh, who's uh, the, is it, who's the fucking ventrilo famous ventriloquist Jeff guy Dunham. in the States? Jeff, Jeff Dunham, Dunham, yeah. At least I, that guy is as, is as famous as his puppets. You know right, because I mean? like you can see him. You see yeah, him on stage. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Ed the Sock's whole thing is he's, it's, he's a puppet. You don't know. Is, isn't guy. Jeff Dunham like the most successful comedian of all time or something like financially? He's, he's up, like up there. there yeah. Right? He's a, yeah. I don't know if that's still true, but it definitely was true for a while. God, that is oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So insane. We've fucked oh, up. Dude. Like we, we talk on this show all the time about how, like if Stefan and I just pivoted to make this a right wing show, oh. we would just make way more money. Um, yeah. and Jordan, you and I both fucked up by just being like regular funny comedians like we should either be we should have a puppet or a ventriloquist <laughs> or we should but you know. no but but dude but the puppet's a trap this is what we're talking about this guy's stuck in a fucking greek myth level trap he's got to remind everyone he's a puppet and then insist that they respect him yeah Jeff like, Dunham is the true. exception to that proves the rule right yeah. like i yeah so okay yeah that I, is true that's true but i would say like for me i would just um 
I would just be, I would have the puppet with me at all times. Right. So then people would just be, they would have no choice. I'd yeah, just always have it on and be like, hey, yeah. look. Yeah. At least yeah. as a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, okay, I, this is still Canadian content, but. Please. Um, our, our, our <laughs> this friend, is the our, episode. Yeah. The CRTC our, has been chasing us down for a while. Yeah. So we got so this is, we're making up for Ooh. a lot of yeah. lost time, but. Um, our friend, uh, Jesse Farrar is sending us, um, or sending me, I don't know if he's sending it to the PO box or whatever, but he's going to send a bunch of like American, like candy and, and chocolate oh, nice. bars and snacks and stuff. Ooh. And I'm trying to figure out what we should send back. Um, he's now he's had, how about like, a, how about a turd? Well, that would be really funny. <laughs> Actually. So we are going to do a bit on the stream, uh, this week or next week where, um, he pretends to eat cat poop. Um, I mean, it's a long story, but, um, he's gonna, he's gonna make like, he's gonna make like cookies that look like uh, cat turds. I think, hey, just... you know, it's great. It's great to hear the go off Kings is going well, Steph. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he's, he's had Remember a that Leafs before. fan that was doing that for a while. Oh, Jordan, are, yeah. you a, are you a Leafs guy, Jordan? I no, know I'm off hockey. I've been off hockey oh, for okay. a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. There's a Leafs fan who he was on Twitter, right? He would. Yeah, it was poop. like a couple of years ago. He there was like a game, and his cat had just like taken a shit, and he was like, "If the Leafs come back and win this game, I'll eat this cat turd." And they were down like a lot, and there was, it didn't seem like there was any way they would come back, and then they did come back, and then he ate it, and then then he got himself into an Ed the Sock style trap, yes, where he had to start being where he had to start being like. I don't know, guys, if the Leafs make the playoffs, like, cause, cause I think what happened was it was something like he did it. And then the Leafs went on this like winning streak and it was something like he sort yeah. of sparked. So then he was like, you know, anytime the Leafs were doing bad, he was just like, you guys want me to maybe eat some cat? <laughs> like it got to the point where you're like, you, do you like to eat it, man? This is or the was- tragedy of the internet of social media where it's like, there's a, there's this bizarre afterlife that haunts you. And there's a curse of any sort of like fame, like, like I'm sure dark guys in a dark, dark place. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't he wasn't he on uh he had like a sports radio show briefly, yes. didn't he? Yes, I'm he assuming did. it's yeah. not going anymore. And he's also a scout. <laughs> he was a scout for like the 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 he's like a junior A scout as well. Um, I bet you it's like two weeks into both those jobs where like a manager had to go to somebody and they're like, uh dark guy's asleep in his car outside. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, dark, really dark guy again for those of you. I think we have talked about dark guy. I'm looking up dark guy, but he became famous because uh, he was at. It was during the playoffs against Washington, I think. Right? Was, I, is I, that I it, John? Believe, yeah, it was, had, against, it was against Washington. So yeah. the the Leafs were. Uh, yeah, it was. So the Leafs have been pretty have, have been good now for the last like five years, but they still they keep losing in the playoffs, but. Uh, before this year, this this fir- this was the first year they made the playoffs. They drafted they drafted Austin Matthews first overall. Th- they had Mitch Marner, William Nylander was starting to get good. They were they were just kind of like you could see that they were gonna start to be a good team. Uh, and it was that they kind of surprised made the playoffs on the last day of the season. They play the Washington Capitals in Washington. Uh, the Leafs make this big comeback. 
uh, to win, and then they pan <laughs> to this guy so in the stands who is who is yeah, so much wearing... to say it's a guy smoking a cigarette in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy. Yeah. He's got his, what the fuck is going on? He's got his whole face painted, and he has an unlit cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Uh, it went viral. <laughs> People were calling him Dart Guy, and that was literally six years ago. And you can still find him on Twitter I at did... Dart. At Dart, he's not Dart Guy. He's at Leafs Maz Twenty, but he's. The thing with him was that, so now he's apparently the head scout for a junior A team, which is, that's not, that's bad. That's, that's not anything. Yeah. Um, but he, that was his big thing was that, was that like getting an honorary degree at a <laughs> college. Yeah. It's like yeah. getting an honorary degree from Coburg community college. Yeah. It's an honorary a, degree. If you don't have a high school one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's an honorary GED. And uh, he, so that was the thing is like, so he was a scout when the picture of him was taken. Oh, he was. And then, yes. Oh. So he was already a scout. And then, but again, at a low level, and then he had this radio show and then people would be like, well, how is dark guy on the radio? Just because he had a picture taken of him with a cigarette in his mouth. Like he has no fucking clue. He's talking about blah, blah, blah. And he would just respond to these people all the time. Just being like, uh, just being like, but what? I'm a scout. I know the game. I've grown up around hockey my whole life. So he I, honestly, to... I respect that so much. Just, <laughs> just having, just being a junior A scout and just being like that cocky about it is so funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. You're, like no one can spot an 11 year old who's fantastic at hockey. Like I can. <laughs> yeah. like, if you're a junior A scout. You're like, man, I know how to pick an 11 year old. My God. <laughs> His parents are rich. He's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. But he got Ed the sock too. You know what I mean? Like that mania, that craziness. Well, that he has to you. have the, I mean, I guess it's probably easier to always have a cigarette than always have a puppet, but, <laughs> well, but, <laughs> but he's got to paint his face. Stephen. Oh, that's what knows, face. No one knows what right. he looks like. And yeah. he's hopping in the mentions. That's what gets Ed the sock in trouble all the time. He says yeah. something and it's always like three responses down where you're like, Oh my God, Steve, don't say that. It's his <laughs> real name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to go to dark guys replies and see if he's popped off on anyone recently. Is he, <laughs> He loves to uh, he loves to just get mad. He used to love to get mad. What at do we think? Face. Dark guy vaccinated or not? Uh, oh. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna say yes. I think. I'm gonna and I, yes I'm gonna say well. the guy who holds Ed the sock is vaccinated, but Ed the sock is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tension there. Yeah, <laughs> when he puts the sock on, Ed asks why he vaccinated us. <laughs> <laughs> but so okay, going back to the the chocolate and, and candy and stuff that I want to send down. That's like classic Canadian stuff. So like mm. ketchup chips probably. Cause they don't really have the, or all dressed. I'm I would say all this, dressed. Maybe I'll all dress. I'm tired of this catching chip. Ketchup I'm not, chip fucking, I'm not a huge fan of ketchup chips to they be suck. honest. And we have to do this um, fucking bullshit Canadian thing. You have like, to pretend you like chips. them. Yeah. yeah get the fuck out of here. It's all dressed is much better. So, so maybe some all dressed like ruffles. Um, yeah, that's classic. And then I know he's had coffee crisp before, but you you have to send down the coffee crisp. I think. Yeah, um, you got to do the coffee crisp. And I'm what's just, the Smarties thing? Because they don't have oh, Smarties yeah. or something. No, so yeah, they, they have, don't. They call rockets. Our Smarties. rockets. They call those Smarties. So like and they, they don't they, have Smarties. I don't think they do. Yeah. Um, Smarties do suck. They're disgusting. They're not good, but I think they're maybe just awful. just just to give them a taste of Canada, we we send yeah. it down. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not. It's weird because I, the, I think a lot of the candy I think of as Canadian is actually like British or like Commonwealth candy, yeah, right? That we just get up so. here. Well, this is like every 
what's Canadian thing? You say like three big, like random corporations. And then you're like, that's it. The rest yeah. is just America. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah, Canada I, works. I was going to say like, Oh, we could send them down some like old Dutch potato chips. Right. But like, mm-hmm. th- that's, that's from Minnesota. That's actually American. It's just yeah, that exactly. it's like way more popular up here for some reason. So I don't know, John, you got any ideas or you're still looking up dark guy. Uh, dark, dark guy's real. Dark, a lot of shit going on here. Dark guy is fucking dark guy's wild, man. Um, I'm just, I, okay. The, there's a lot going on here. Dark guy loves to tweet about hockey. Obviously big coffee guy. He's always talking okay. about drinking coffees. Cause he's uh, so tired all the time. And, <laughs> oh no. Dark guy. <laughs> Yeah, dark guy, look out! <laughs> and, I hope we don't uh, accidentally diagnose dark guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he also, uh, it brings me no joy to report this, but he's a he is a bit of a reply guy, dark guy. I can Ooh. see that. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, 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 no, that's perfect. Vaccinated, but a huge reply guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a that big makes- reply guy. He's got this one girl that he, this one woman he's replying to a lot on Twitter, who appears to be a sports betting person. And, and I would say is, you know, like a conventionally attractive uh, woman. And he, he does though, when he tweets at her, I would say <laughs> a conventionally attractive woman. Well, I just, the most awkward way to say that. I don't think it was that awkward. I just feel like I'm trying to say like, you know, she probably has many reply guys is what I was trying to get. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like, there's a lot of dark guys in the queue. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I, that was more what I was getting at. It's like, it, cause the, I, I think what I was trying to paint the picture of is like, I think, you know, if you're, if you're on sports Twitter, you see this a lot where if there is a conventionally attractive woman on sports Twitter, they get a lot of, I don't, it's a yeah. really bad situation. <laughs> so, a lot of guys with face paint on. A lot of fa- a lot of face paint guys in the mentions. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. And he does seem to bring up a lot to this to this person he's tweeting at quite a bit. Like he'll mention his wife. Like I think he's almost a little bit like, oh yeah, my, you know, like there was one where he was like, oh my wife made me dinner tonight or whatever, and he like sent a picture of his dinner to this. It's like, dark guy, don't you know we can see you? <laughs> yeah, we can, see this, dude. That's like dark the big guy, thing. We can see it. I- and this is going this is going a bit further. And I did bring this up on on the bonus episode we just recorded. So John's going to be mad at me. But one of my favorite things to look up on Twitter is uh, is like seventy year old guys like sending dick pics and uh, <laughs> in, in replies. Like when when there'll be an account called like uh, yeah the horny milf or whatever. I think that's the exact example I used on the bonus episode. And they'll and it's uh, it's hard to tell if it's it's a catfish or what you know what's going on. They just want the reply. Right. But they'll be like, hey, uh, send me a picture of your balls, and then. 50 old guys will send just the most insane pics of their balls that you've like just from angles that you're on like, Twitter, like fully. Oh my, here, hold on a second. Yeah. Don't I'll, Jordan. Oh, do not I just en- opened. I, I just opened. Do not something. encourage him, please. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, this is my guy, curious this, mind has gotten me into trouble again. <laughs> this is a guy we, we talked about on the, on the um, bonus episode, but his name is small Dick, 1988. Okay. And uh, tweet mom said, show me your balls and then a tongue emoji. And then, I mean, uh, look, I, I'm not, I don't think I'd be good at taking pictures of my balls, but I feel like <laughs> if I was going to send someone a picture of my balls, the focus would mostly be on my balls and not my ass. strategy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And as you can see here, uh, I would say the, the focal point of this picture is his asshole, probably. 
Yeah, let's, it's, get, it's, let's get into yeah. this here. Producer Dan has opened it up. I don't think John is going to open it up. No, I won't be. I won't be looking. You're missing out, John. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, bad, it's John. like it's you're not quite clear, like what the focus is. Here. Like the balls are there, but they're kind of like off to the side, like the bottom corner. And then like the exact center of the picture is his asshole. Yes, it's um, true. Yeah, no, John, it's you true. should look at it. so You know what we're talking about. It's, I think I think of, you've painted a pretty good picture. You've okay. talked about this on two well, episodes. Well, it does <laughs> sort of look kind of like a Renaissance painting, but there's certainly <laughs> fuzziness to it. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's the hair on his. It's uh, the hair. Yeah, it's the hair yeah. on the taint. I don't think it's full asshole though. To be honest, I think it's more like the taint area. Like that's not really. An it's asshole. taint, but you can see like the cusp of the asshole for sure. Yeah, but like, I think it, that's a whole different part of the deal. That's like the taint, a, yeah, I guess the taint is. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a prologue to the asshole, but I don't think we're dealing with. Full but I think asshole. it's like half taint, half asshole. Like it's where it's where the the borders sort of like meld together and become one. You know, well, you're imagining the asshole. It's in the frontier between. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, like that's just like there's like so many there's hundreds of thousands of guys on Twitter who uh, I don't think this is one of those guys because I think he's younger. His name is 1988 in it, so yeah. he's you know, 33, 34. Um, but like, there are a lot of old people who will send dick pictures where it's like, okay, the angle of, of the picture is fucking bonkers. You yeah. look like the crypt keeper. <laughs> uh, your dick is gray somehow. And like, I, I legitimately think they don't understand how Twitter replies work, that people can publicly see them. They think someone on Twitter is like, oh, send me a picture of your dick. And they're they're putting out a call for it, and they assume that the only person who's going to see it um, is the person they're replying to. hundred percent. My my uncle did this one reply to a joke tweet that I did one time. This is the fucking Biden uncle. Yeah, and he like he responded to it, and it was not about this at all. It was just like a joke. And then he was like, "Hey, are you gonna get your status card?" My Johnny, like that's our, my cousin. Johnny yeah. got hers, and then a picture of her status card, like full, right. full address. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You just oh put your God. daughter's private. You just doxing, doxing your, your kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like truly. Actually, he might have. I, bet, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a couple ball photos. <laughs> well, so the one I'm going to send you guys now, and Jordan, this one is a bit more, um, this one's a bit more disturbing than the picture of the guy's balls. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Thank but you for this, getting this one. Second. This one to me is like the classic of like old guys sending a picture of his dick with just the weirdest angle you've ever seen, because this is like from <laughs> below. And I think it's like he put his iPad or phone on like a coffee table and like stood above it. And he looks like he is, uh, <laughs> he's in his mid seventies, uh, at, oh, at I truly cannot wait. Yeah. Um, Bruce John, McBride is yeah. a perfect name for this guy. John, can you please look at this? No, please. Not. I will do anything. If John, grow this. up. Come on. Come on, John. <laughs> John, I'll give you $50. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, well, John, please click on it. No, John, please click on it. That's actually crazy. That, the only time I've had this feeling before was when the chest buster came out in the first Alien movie. That's like really disturbing. That's crazy. 
I, I, I feel like I'm cursed. Like I, think, yeah, like I feel like I just opened King Tut's grave. John, you have to look at it now. Even well, just no, for five I don't. Seconds. I don't know. John I don't know is, if you. Is, too much. is this not making it more appealing to you? Yeah, <laughs> compare it to a mummy's this curse. Is, this is no, always you know what's crazy about it. The color change on it. I know. The color it's, change. It's so nuts. It's crazy. John, this is all no. This is always Stefan's strategy. Is he will show the guest who appears to like not have issues with these and yeah. these types of photos, and then the guest is like, "Oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is no, like I looking think- up the Grim Reaper's robe and staring right into his asshole." But and then Stefan's like, and then Stefan's like, "Hey, John, don't you want to see it?" Don't it's you want to so, look at but it? But it's now? so intriguing. Are you not slightly yes. intrigued no, by it now? I couldn't be less intrigued. What is wrong, about what is wrong with you, John? What is no, your fucking problem, about? John? Yeah, tell you. Just kidding. Mad no, at I you. think I think you are being weird here. I think this is weird <laughs> on you. Like you're not tempted at all. Not even remotely. I couldn't be less tempted by something okay, in my life. Can I say life. this? You don't see. There's no cum. You don't see yeah, any cum that, coming out. That, is that supposed to be? A, that's. A, I would argue the most disturbing part is his face. Is I think it's I think it's the look <laughs> on his face. Yeah, it's really bizarre. The it, look it, on the face is like John. Please. At, at best, it's because he's physically straining to take the photo. Yes. At worst, I don't know what's the face is about. John, I will. I'll donate some money to charity right now. Like I, yeah. I'll please. match whatever. I'll match whatever he does. You gotta. You gotta look at this. <laughs> Okay, talk some dollar figures. I'll do, oh, wow. I'll do 50 bucks right now. Yeah, I'll match the 50. Yeah, so will I. Wow! 150 bucks for charity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is charity? charity. Gross, gross charity video of your pool shark us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the charity will be for this guy to get uh, a better phone. A new, a yeah. new iPad. <laughs> yeah. We just send Bruce a new iPad. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess okay. for 150 bucks, I can't not do it okay wow all right Ugh, this is horrible. Can you get ready to get a screen grab of john's reaction please <laughs> oh i've got it you don't worry <laughs> <laughs> getting mentally ready for this here. come on and you can't close it right away you got to look at it for at least yeah a take bit. it in take it in oh it's like my god <laughs> 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 but take it in there's a certain aesthetic yeah. pleasure to it <laughs> <sighs> Is it the lighting change bizarre? Isn't that what gets you? It doesn't look like a real dick. Like it looks like a oh, dick is made yeah. of like Play-Doh or something. Yes. I also yeah. will say that when I opened it, I could only see the head of his penis like yeah. in the in the when the <laughs> next, when, like, next to his due, face. Yeah, due to where the window is. And yeah. then I d- wasn't prepared for just that that would be his entire like I wasn't ready for it to be that small. That was really actually the the yeah, thing. Yeah, because you got- can see he's grabbing the base of it and like pushing the skin of his but, balls. Because all I can see oh, I actually thought it was big. Yeah, that's a good size. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you mean that's not a big <laughs> John, you gotta see this huge dick. <laughs> The other thing that's it's good like is like opening his, King Tut's tomb because he had a huge <laughs> talk. That's what awesome. everybody knew about his haircut. Yeah. He's got, I don't know if you remember that, uh, the meme of like the dentist or whatever with like the absolutely insane, like kind of semi curly hair. And it was like, uh, like this guy went to the barber and just said, just fuck me up, fam. Like if you, you've probably seen that around. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But this yeah, is like, little. 
exactly that guy's it's a bit longer but it's like very similar uh hairstyle it is, as well it, it's like this is like if if christopher lloyd had like a really like needed <laughs> money really bad it, yeah and started yeah. a porno yeah. god john thank you so much for uh for yeah. looking hey, at the thank picture. you guys for it. donating 150 dollars to waiva yeah. very we'll, kind we'll get that so we'll do waiva okay that, yeah. that works for us, yeah. What's, right. what's that? What's the it's a uh, women's shelter here in Vancouver. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. I should have been yeah. doing that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I should have made. I don't know if we should be donating it to a women's shelter. Don't. Well, we're not going to tell them. Maybe <laughs> the we don't tell them why. <laughs> yeah, don't tell them why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we don't. We we yeah. we've donated a, a lot to them over the years, and we very. I didn't Very told them like don't listen to the show. Yeah, don't don't ask how this money. Like, don't ask questions. Yeah. We just put the money in a duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, what's what's you leave it on, <laughs> yeah, leave the, it on the doorstep? Yeah, what's this for? Uh, people paid me to look at a dick. Actually, yeah, don't even worry. Oh yeah, like this is now over five hundred dollars. I've donated to wave, or I've gotten donated to wave by watching things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. It's great. Uh, well, it definitely made me really uncomfortable and it's hard to get that image out of my mind. But speaking of dicks and assholes, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Uh, Jordan, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Okay, I mean, I have you guys talked about this? I was going to bring up another Canadian icon. Have you guys talked about this Brittle Star guy yet? Do you no. guys know who Brittle Star is? No. No idea. You guys don't know about Brittle Star? Oh, here we go. All right. Yeah, crank it up. Oh, my God. Well, if you guys want to look it up, like his, there's a new video from him about his, uh, like on his Twitter feed. You got to look him up on Twitter. And he's like, he's the most liberal, cringe Canadian guy. It's like, oh, it's I already like, hate this. The internet's oh, favorite dad. Is oh, it's, his, it's uh, absolutely awful. And he always does these videos. And there's always like, there's one that I, re- I, I responded to to where it's like it's like uh he's like i just it's like all gray he's like i just got my third shot how many more of these will i have to take and then it goes to color and he's like don't know don't care and it's like it's so smug it's like like anytime you watch one of his videos you're like i'm going to listen to a million joe rogan podcasts like it's (laughs) like It's very much in the vein of like the the sort of like Randy Rainbow like resistance humor. Like it's it's one hundred percent Canadian resistance humor. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's, it's oh. and there's he's, something. Oh, he's created a bunch of ads. That's like his whole website is just like here's ads I've made yes. for different companies: KFC, Rogers, WestJet, Progressive Insurance, Cal Tire, Clorox, Endy, Disney, Subway. Oh, yeah. uh, NBC Universal, Wendy's. Oh God, yeah, which is a looks... classic like resistance move, right? Where it's like yeah. I'm protecting democracy and also doing ads for every giant yeah. corporation on the planet. Like, oh my God! Like, but have, really... you, have you gotten into it with him? Or? Oh, this is e- sorry. Even the first his bio here: hundreds of thousands of people watch Brittle Star's videos every week. His comedic and family friendly videos have been seen more than 600 million times on various platforms. Now here's the sentence that sucks ass. His KFC video campaign was the most popular branded video content in the world on Facebook (laughs) for the summer of 2017. 
just the summer, not the whole year, but the summer of 2017. And it's also um, important. Oh, it's also is, important, like what he looks like too. Yes, like look, people need to go see because there's a. It's like all he is is smirk. Like he's like the yes. smirk comes first, and then the rest of the like pasty body like this comes is, after. Like it's, it's bad. You guys are gonna hate this sentence. You ready for this? Brittle Star or Stuart Reynolds, as his mom calls him when he's in trouble. <laughs> mm. I've I've tried to be like less cynical the past couple of years, and it's it's you know it's tough. But like I, I I get around that by just like posting pictures of my cat all the time. Like that's sort mm-hmm. of like my you know unironic like look, it's a cute cat sort of thing. But like this is just like I. I can't deal with this, man. Like, it, I can't after this, you know, five, six years of like the resistance, like really corny stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. I can't believe people well, are still it doing it. It speaks to like a super, and I, I think one reason it like bugs me so much is that, like, so I, from working on like this hour's 22, like so much of Canadian entertainment is about making Canadians feel good about themselves, about being Canadian. Like, that's yeah. like a hundred percent of our pop culture is like, like we're we're nice not like some people you might know down there right and it's like and it's like and this this guy i think why i get so mad is it mad at him is because he's the purest expression of that like all his jokes are like like the joke is just like we're better than it's so i yeah. think it's that, truly doing damage to the earth this guy for sure <laughs> it's like it's like such a low bar to clear yeah. as well and like also they're really not that much better like there's been so much bad stuff that's happened up here you know and yeah, it's we're so awful. happening we so. do just yeah. as much bad shit we're yeah. like it's and it's just uh and just like this smugness you know what i mean like just it, it drives me fucking crazy yeah God. Do you guys want to? Uh, so he obviously, of course, is a keynote speaker because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Do you guys want to take a guess at the? He has two different keynote uh, speeches, I guess, or presentations that he does. Do you want to take a guess at the titles of uh, of either of these? Do you guys want to take a guess at what brittle stars? Is, is there a pun uh, involving saying a? No, there's no pun. No, no, just oh, okay. like is it serious? These are just sort of like yeah, like. <clears throat> Like what? Like it's like inspirational keynote. So like, it's what like, do you think his his? It's something keynote. like building your building your brand in a way that helps, or a building a brand in a way that's meaningful. Something okay, like that. that's not bad. It's not super brandish though for okay. some reason. Okay. Stefan, you want to take a guess here? Oh boy! Um, like I genuinely think you might be able to get it. I mean, is it just like how I became Canada's favorite dad? Close. Okay. It is. Uh, the first one is called, well, or do you want to take more guesses? No, I, shoot, not, shoot. Let's hear it. Okay. First one, starting again, you're not too old. You're too comfortable. Okay. Oh, that's what makes sense though. Cause there's a little bit of like, this is pleasant, but you're like, oh, you're actually a little piece of shit. Yeah. You yes. sort of calling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. And then the other one, and this is like, this to me is a classic. Cause like, I've looked into getting into like keynote speaking at schools and stuff. And this is very much, they're like, you got to have a hook. And I'm like, yeah. but I don't, I'm just a guy. I don't want to, I don't want to have just the like, and this is very clearly like someone's like, you got to have a hook. You yeah. just get up there and talk, but you got to have a hook. Cause this is just like, this doesn't mean anything. The, the, the topic is called no one is ready for anything. <laughs> oh, Least of all me. Yeah. <laughs> least of all the talk i'm about to give for the next hour oh man that's so, dark yeah. that's, 
that is dark, uh, right? Like that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't, no, that no. has no meaning at all. Uh, <clears throat> I, yeah. I think to your American listeners, I do hope you check this guy out because he is the purest distillation of Canada's evil. Like if you, if you see this guy, you're like, oh, I get, I get like all of a sudden Trudeau makes sense. Like everything makes sense. This guy un- unlocks it all. There you go. Check him out. Brittle star. <laughs> Stefan, Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Um, obviously like uh, Novak Djokovic is in the news constantly. Um, yes. Got kicked out of Australia. Um, but this was going around. There's, there's a couple things. Um, did you guys hear about how he discovered he has a gluten intolerance? No, no. Uh, okay. I'm going to, this is insane. Um, I, I saw this tweet going around. So oh, this is actually, I do know this. Go ahead though. This is really it's, good. It's crazy. Um, so in, in his book, serve to win, uh, it describes how in 2010 Djokovic met with fellow Serb and nutritionist, uh, Igor Setoyevich, uh, probably butchered that. I'm sorry. Who believed that Djokovic's, uh, recurrent shortness of breath and near collapse in matches were from his diet to make the point. Igor asked Djokovic to hold a piece of bread in his left hand against his stomach while he pressed down on the outstretched right arm. Djokovic was much weaker while holding the bread. This unproven <laughs> test is cited as evidence that he is sensitive to gluten. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I, there's not... That's a, so good. He might have a gluten intolerance. It's possible he does, but like, that's not how you fucking figure it out. Could you Dude, imagine he, if you... Sorry, Jordan. Could you imagine if you went into a doctor's office and you're like, I look, I don't know. I'm just... I feel really shitty... I think I might have a gluten intolerance and the doctor just like pulls out a loaf of bread from under the <laughs> counter and just like lays it on your naked chest. Oh, <laughs> They're like, how down. does this press it down? <laughs> now try to lift something with your arm. How does yeah. that feel? So the other one that's, um, and this is, I think this is from the same autobiography. I think this is talking about a different researcher though, but in his 2013 autobiography, Serve to Win, he wrote of a researcher who directed anger, fear, and hostility at a glass of water which turned slightly green after a few days while also directing love and joy at another glass of water, which remained bright and crystal clear in the same period. Um, in 2020, Djokovic spoke of his knowledge of some people using prayer and gratitude to turn the most toxic food or most polluted water into the most healing water. Uh, he also said that scientists have proven that molecules in the water react to our emotions and speech. Such claims are scientifically dubious. <laughs> That's too good. Uh, so he thinks he's an Aquaman basically. Yeah, he he. The other thing that's mentioned is that uh, he had elbow surgery in like 2018, and he cried for three days afterwards because he like hates the concept of surgery so much and believes the body can just like heal itself. So um, if the body can heal itself and you can control water with your mind, how do you still have a gluten intolerance? That's a great question. <laughs> really good <laughs> like, question. That's a great why question. You, why don't you turn your your fucking brain power on that? Enjoy some uh. bread. But yeah, well, I mean, it's also I, he's just clearly like, never going to get the vaccine. If, I was going to say, yeah. you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> my favorite tennis player is unvaccinated. Why? Yeah. Okay. I think <laughs> that you that read makes like total two sense. facts about him. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Do you think he sincerely yeah. believes in vampires? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he's from like, Serbia. It's close enough to Transylvania. I bet you he thinks they're real. I, I think so. A hundred percent. Maybe that's where the vaccine confusion comes from. It's like the, the needle of the teeth. Yeah. He doesn't like any puncture. God. It's also weird because like over time he's proven and not so much, not as much anymore, but he's sort of proven that he has like a pretty good sense of humor and like comedic timing. Like he's done yeah. some like funny stuff. Oh, really? 
Yeah, where you're sort of like, okay, this guy's like not. He's done like cameos dunk. and things, and yeah, like, he's yeah. done. And he did, he used to oh. do like impressions of other tennis players that were really funny and like. Oh, that's a twist. Yeah, so this was going like he was originally well liked because of that, and then just sort of like over the years, he kind of got a lot more grumpy and shitty. Um, but it, it, so that suggests to me like he's not just some sort of like chud like dumbass. I think the bo- I think body shit drove everyone crazy. Yeah, like yeah, and, and that's the thing. Anyone who was like kind of into like body shit once the pandemic started, and especially the vaccination, like it was just the pathway to go completely. It's, especially crazy. when you're like a the a super high end professional athlete who needs to like stay in like top shape all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, like your body was already driving you crazy. Yeah, yeah, like it was like a whole paranoid worry thing that you had like every day. You're like, imagine convincing yourself you had a gluten intolerance from weight. Like, you're clearly fucking nuts. <laughs> like, if you're that worried about bread. And, like, yeah. you think it would be easier for him to kind of, like, nail it down exactly because he, he knows exactly what he's putting into his body every day in terms of, like, food and stuff. Like, for me, if I get, like, a stomach ache, I cannot, I do not know what caused it. Like, it could be any number of things. <laughs> I had a stomachache last night and I was like, well, I ate like <laughs> three huge, like cheese breadsticks. So maybe yeah. it was the cheese. Maybe it was the bread. I, I didn't drink very much water yesterday. Maybe it was that. Oh, I had yeah. a couple of beers. It could be that. Um, the way, the way I analyze when I get like a light headache, I'm like, well, I left a fan on when I went to sleep. Maybe <laughs> it's the fan. <laughs> uh, and then you're like, wait, when was the last time I had a glass of water? Oh, three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So maybe yes, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, actually six coffees. I do. Dan, when's the last time you had a glass of water? Let's get a, let's get a producer oh. Dan water update. Um, I believe it was when I was hungover on New Year's Day. What? You're not a gla- That's insane. Are you this fucking is, Dan? This is, this Dan. is well established, Jordan. Dan doesn't like to drink water. You haven't had water in 15 days? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> That's crazy. Dan, can you go get a glass of water right now? And also, there's so many liquids on your desk right now. <laughs> oh, you Everything can see those? fucking water. What's going on there? I don't have any clean glasses right now. So, well, <laughs> yeah, that's that explains everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't had water in 15 days. You know, no clean glasses. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna there. say like three or four days, maybe. But okay, that's fine. That's that's you do you, Dan. So clearly, I, we know what your resolution wasn't. <laughs> well maybe it was stop yeah. drinking water because he you were getting back into water a little bit right Dan? yeah you're like i don't like the goal but i gotta respect the discipline it's so funny to think about getting into water yeah i've been uh, dabbling in, in water recently trying water you guys tried this shit yeah, yeah. it's pretty, pretty refreshing yeah. it, it has sucks. happened to me i'm not gonna lie it, it, i want i have definitely been that guy who's like man i've been drinking a lot of water it's it's actually the best drink yeah it's really, <laughs> really good you know, yeah. those people that are always like Nah, man. Actually, water is the most refreshing. You're like, all right, I get it. it." (laughs) John, what's uh, going on your social media? Well, look, I got a fairly quick one. I think this sort of fits in with what we were just talking about with Novak Djokovic, because there was that clip this week uh, that went viral of Joe Rogan uh, in the face of being presented with the correct information (laughs) about the vaccines effects on children, uh, you know, or on just people in general uh, was... um, you know, he just basically was like, I don't who who knows where we're getting these from. And his producer is like, well, this is the new scientist. And he was like, well, I mean, you know, that could be anything. Uh, and then Tim Ross had a very, very funny uh, tweet about it that that went viral that I thought was great. Uh, so it's just it's he's imagining a conversation on his show. 
Uh, Joe Rogan, hamburgers are good, but I'm trying to eat less pork. Guest, hamburgers are made with beef. Joe Rogan, ham is from pork. It says ham and hamburger. Guest, it is beef. Joe Rogan, that's not what I've heard. Jamie looked that up. <laughs> oh, Did you God. see that guy, the Rogan guest, who was in that clip? Like a day later, he was like, I love Joe Rogan. He He's fine. Like, he was like, I love Rogan. Like, we're buds. He's a big boy. He could take it. So it was like, we all had one day of being like, look at Rogan. And then the guy who was Josh Zepps or whatever, the guest He wants was to like, get invited back on. Yeah. yeah. He, and he was also like, man, yeah, that's actually a very good point. But it was also <laughs> like, in this way, where we're like, I think a lot of us are, we want Rogan to fail so bad. And then anytime a clip like that happens, a day later, the person's like, no, nah, man, me and Joe are boys. You're like, yeah, ah, we're good shit. friends. Yeah. 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 It's so funny to me too, because I don't, uh, you know, obviously I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but sometimes like he'll have a guest on that I actually like really like. And so it, then it's an opportunity for me to just be like, okay, here's like a good excuse for me to just listen to Joe Rogan to see, like, I always dunk on him. So this is a good opportunity to just like, listen to the show. It can't be as bad as people say. And then I, I remember say, yeah. the amount of people in my life who say that exact thing, like, I don't always listen to Joe Rogan, but every once in a while he has like an astronaut. <laughs> and I oh, gotta, like, check that out. No, mine's not that. No, mine is Who's like, your, he had, who, he had who, Nikki who Glazer. He had Nikki Glazer on. Oh, yeah. So oh, I like, comic. so yeah, so she's a good comic and I, you know, I like Nikki and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll li- I had, I genuinely hadn't listened to it in, you know, two or three years or whatever. I'm not, it's not that I'm wanting to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, I made it like 35 minutes into the show. He was just exclusively talking about aliens the whole time. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is just genuinely the show. Like the, Aren't all the episodes like four long. hours long. Oh, they're so long. They're so long. And I was like, I just couldn't believe that it was exactly the way people joke about the show. Like they, it was yeah. genuinely like, Oh no, he's just making Nikki glaze. He's like, yeah, you know, like alien, you gotta, you gotta believe <laughs> aliens are real, right? And Nikki's kind of like, yeah, like yeah, maybe, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Probably. And he's like, no, but there's actually these studies. Jamie, bring it up. There's a, you know, you know, the government's hiding all this shit on us, you know, and it's like crazy. And Nikki's like, yeah, the government is kind of like fucked up, <laughs> you know. And but John, like, do you ever find that sometimes you listen to a sports podcast and you like, you realize you're like. Like sometimes I listen to like a Bill Simmons where he's like interviewing Ryan Rosillo. I'm like, this is as dumb as anything anyone's fucking <laughs> oh, listening to. Like I'm 100%. like, did I just listen to Ryan Rosillo talk about like Donovan Mitchell for an hour? Like I'm like, why did I do that? That was I like killed my brain. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I, I feel exclusively like- listen to sports podcasts only. Yeah. Uh, and it's like the thing I always I only listen to hockey pods, and I don't know if it's like this with other sports, but it's like they think they're the funniest people to each other. That's what yes. always blows my mind is yeah. like, they'll be kind of like, they think they're like, ha we're joshing around. And I'm like, this is the least funny thing anyone's <laughs> ever said in my, I've I will say the guys who life. do the Raptors podcast, Will Lou and uh, I forget the other guy. They're, they're actually really funny. That's right? good. That's yeah, good. It's, it's nice. Like a funny if sports you, can, podcast. If you yeah. can find like a, yeah. And obviously like, yeah, there are like comedians that have sports podcasts and stuff that are funny, but I just find it's like, yeah, when you listen to one that's like a couple hockey reporters doing a pod yeah. and they're like, they think they're like cracking each other oh, up and you're like, it's yeah. the worst. Oh, Can I tell you guys a quick uh, podcast, Joe Rogan brother story real quick? Please, yeah. yeah, do it. So my, my youngest brother, he like works for uh, the railroad for CN rail. 
And yeah. his job is like, he does like, he's an electrician. And uh, so most of his job is like driving in the mountains between British Columbia and Alberta, like to different spots on like the railroad track and like checking the wires and stuff. So he's like just driving by himself all day. So he listens to podcasts and he's like, he's like a pretty like, you know, kind of like blue collar dude. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I listen to, uh, I listen to, uh, when I'm driving out there, I listen to a lot of Rogan. And in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So judgmental. And then he's like, and then a lot of radio lab. I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you're such a complicated man. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I think, I think part of it is some people I know who I genuinely like respect and I think are smart and or funny or both is like the, it's like Joe Rogan is just like so entrenched. It's like, they just started listening to him like seven years ago when he yeah. was the only podcast. And they're just like, yeah, I don't know. I just, he's this guy. Just what, that's he's just like what I listen to. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, and I, it's probably one of those things like over time, Rogan's gotten like worse and worse. But if you listen to the show, most of the time, you probably don't even notice. And you're just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I also think it's like crazy when people are like, we need to stop Spotify from putting it on. I'm like, he's so big. Like you can't pretend he doesn't exist. Like he's so like everyone listens to him. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like if you want to get people to like hear you, you kind of need to get involved with Rogan because he's massive. Like my brother's not listening to fucking anything else other than Radio Radio Lab. (laughs) (laughs) Big American Life guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man, I love that. Uh, Well, let's. uh, I don't have a good segue. That doesn't matter though. Let's move on to our block tale. Tweet. You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. Okay. Uh, all right, Jordan. The the floor is yours. I don't even think I know who your block is. We didn't talk. Well, you said you said you you maybe I've never, never been, been blocked. blocked. I've never a- blocked anybody. Oh. So. This, yeah, I'm not, I, you asked before, Seven, if I got into a Brittle Star. I mean, I hope to one day have the kind of stones that would <laughs> let me get into it with someone online. Uh, I just don't do it. And uh, We have a lot of I, blocks that, like, aren't blocks, though, too. So, yeah. I told, sure. I said that to Jordan. Yeah. I said, this yeah. is a safe space. You can still <laughs> yeah. come on the show. Does and it have us- to be social media? No, it can be real life. Oh, okay. That's what I was hoping. Because I do have, this is the most incredible blockage thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. It was a ban. Uh, This was the last summer I had a day job. And uh, I was like, I was a server at, uh, it's called Pizzeria Libretto, which is like, you can imagine what it is. It's in Toronto. It's one of those wood-fired pizza places. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, we do pizza, but we don't have pepperoni. (laughs) you want pepperoni you fucking loser you fucking caveman that's not (laughs) how we're doing it anymore yeah we have have soprasada it's way better none of the cheese touches it's all (laughs) separate (laughs) um and so this place was right at uh, the one I worked at was at like University in King. So like right by where the where people not from Toronto, like right by like the Raptors arena, like right downtown, right on like Bay Street, which is where all the fucking douchebags are, like bankers and shit like that. And so we used to get insanely busy at lunch, like so, so busy. We had this like lunch deal and it was like, it was so intense. It was literally like, it was at times like overwhelming. Like, like it's just like, you'd be out there and then like, 
a whole like a table of like 10 people would come in and they'd all have like this like intense order and all the people would be like douchebags like super mean like business guys yeah. and so one day this guy comes in and he, he looks like fucking american psycho kind of like business guy and he's got like a, a crew with him that he's trying to impress and when he came in my manager he's like uh that guy sucks be careful like that guy complains all the fucking time and i was like okay so i'm taking this like 10 person 10 table order in the middle and it's like a lot right i'm writing all this stuff down and then while that's happening the guy's behind the table at another table with his two people and he's like waving me down he's like non-stop waving me down i'm like yeah just right there right like it's clear i'm, I'm coming to you but i'm also i'm busy does that waving me down I go over there. He's like a fucking dick about like how long it's been. He's like giving me, he's like kind of being like a dick about the whole thing. And then I'm like, okay. And then at the end I was like, uh, so they, they get this prefix fucking menu. So they get like three things in a row. So then they get their salad and then I'm taking another, I'm taking another order at that big table. Right. And the guy again, starts fucking snapping me down like this. Like he's like, come on. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I found I go over there because he wanted like new silverware. But by the time I go over there, he goes like, he's like, oh, I want new silverware. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, just one second. He's like, oh, never mind. I'll do it. Like he cuts me off. He says, I'll do it. And then he gets up and he starts walking to like where we keep all our silverware on the patio. And he starts like looking around for silverware. Like he's like, and I'm like, and then there's no silverware out there. So he goes into the restaurant. And he starts like looking for more silverware, like at our like stations. He's like going up behind another server. Like he's like right behind him like, looking. And then so I go up to him and I'm like, dude, you can't. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't fucking do this. Right. Like I'm like really pissed off. And he's like, he's like, well, this is outrageous. I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to your manager. And in my head, I'm like, okay, dude, but like my manager hates you. <laughs> and also it was his last week. So I went to the back and the manager is helping the kitchen. He's so stressed out. He's all fucking pissed off. And then I went up to him. I'm like, that guy complained. He like went up and got some silverware. It's like crazy. Cause he's like, and so then my manager came out and uh, banned him from the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh Dude, my God. It was sick. And this manager was like a classic weenie, like the kind of guy who becomes middle management at a corporate chain restaurant. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. a guy who's like, don't worry, sir. I'm going to make this fucking, I'm going to make this, the keg sing. Like I'm going to do, <laughs> this is, is going to be the best, the keg in the entire, oh, another Canadian reference, uh, nation. Anyways. So it was incredibly, did, he, did the, did the guy like lose his mind when he was getting, no, banned? he was, he was domed. He like, really? holy, yeah, he, oh. was, he, he was like embarrassed. He was like quiet. Cause my, my manager did, I was like, so, and I didn't really like this manager at all, but I, I was like, damn dude, that was like legit cool. And I like a cop kind of way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I went and got the manager and he was awesome. <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those times when like someone is driving like so erratically around, you know, they're speeding, they're weaving in and out of traffic. And then like five minutes later you pass them and they're being, they're pulled over on the side of the road. Yes. It's like, it's like, yes. I don't, I don't like cops, but in this moment you're like, yes. that cop fucking rocks. He got yes, that piece of shit. Cause they more represent the force of like justice. You want yes. Oh, yeah like, exactly like, oh, you can't just be a full fucking asshole all day because this was like the lowest i've ever been treated like and the other thing about it i'm like bro you're a fucking pizzeria labretta like you're not that rich 
Yeah, yeah I mean, like, this isn't yes. a fucking Soho house. Like, you're, there's no way you make enough money to treat me like this. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, your Remi- kids have to work. Yeah, totally. It was yeah. like the the middle the the middle management thing made me laugh because I remember, and I can say this now because they they didn't end up getting. My cousin was engaged to this guy, and he was just like a piece of shit, and none of us liked him. And uh, now she's married to a different guy, and he rocks. But they they were engaged, and. He was a manager at uh, Montana's. It's another Canadian oh, reference. It's just like, oh. and it's just like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I don't like a Lone Star or like an Outback Steakhouse ish yeah. yeah. type place. Even less than that, even lower yeah. than that. But that kind the ones of with the coloring paper on the fucking tables. Right? Yeah, Everyone it's like a T- or TGI Friday. It's like it's not a good. And I, so I remember like, and look, no disrespect to anybody who's working, like you know, whatever. Everybody works their own job, and it's totally fine. Uh, I say a slight disrespect to. People who become middle managers at bad restaurants because okay, right. there's a certain fascist mindset in there. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because up. well, because this is what I was gonna say, Jordan. Like it was just a quote with like blew my mind. So he had been like, you know, I guess he was like, you know, the the kitchen manager for a while and then was like the floor manager or whatever. And then they <laughs> finally made him general manager of this like Montana's. And so I was like asking him about his job because they live in Ontario. So I hadn't seen him for a while. And he's like, oh yeah, like I'm you know, GM of Montana's now. And I was like, oh, cool, man, or whatever, you know. Puff chest. Well, dude, this is a direct quote from this guy. He goes, well, you know, that's like, that is what you dream of, you know, getting your name, getting your name on the door. That's what he said. Cause they, cause you know, they put the like general. Man, man. Yeah. I love the idea of him watching them slide the old guy's name out. Be like, nah, yeah. He's like, that's what now. you dream of getting your name on the door of a Montana's. And it was like impossible, impossible for me to receive that information. Right. Cause it's like, what do you say? Yeah, how do you respond to that? He's yeah. so happy. And you're like, and in your mind, you're like, like exactly what you said. You're, you're like the type of guy that's a middle manager at a restaurant. Like, and that's how he met my cousin. My co- he was like ten years older, and and like met her when she was a server. And you're like, oh, you're kind of a scumbag. Like, it was it's just weird because you don't make more money. Like, you make no, way more money as a you server, have more work like, to do, right? Yeah, you have yeah, all the worst jobs. You have to yeah. come up with people's fucking schedules and shit. Yeah, it's God. anyway. That just blew my mind. We we got a we got a great listener block this week too. This one's from Jackson. Uh, they just wrote, uh, I'm in a Facebook group. That's 95% baby boomers sharing funny things with each other. So to fit in, I post stuff that they would post. And it's apparently a meme of Jackson's own creation. I was raised in Texas. Texas is in big, bold letters. Where <laughs> I was raised in Texas where flip-flops come out in February. Everyone pulls over to let a funeral procession pass. We don't have fireflies. We have lightning bugs. Taters are mandatory. Y'all is a proper noun. Chicken is fried. Biscuits come with gravy. Sweet tea is the house wine. And you never, ever disrespect your elders. Repost if y'all were raised in Texas. <laughs> Those are such... An insane, like, <laughs> so discordant, like a cacophony of facts about Texas. We wear flip flops and we care about ambulances. Like, yeah. But it was real, but it's like that is people post that for real. Like, yeah. Jackson's posting this as a joke, but people, it, it's so funny. And then he said, oh, someone I replied, see. After posting this image, a woman named Tina responded, the respect your elders part is no longer true from what I've seen. And then I quickly replied, eat my dick, bitch. And I was swiftly (laughs) blocked Tina and removed from the Facebook group. (laughs) 
That's oh a real God. self-destructive getting blocked. That's yeah. So oh, good. yeah. That's like I had a bad day and I want to I want to hurt someone. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good oh, yeah. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice work, Jackson. Uh Thank Beautiful. you for sending that in. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blockparty where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, of course, this week, as Stefan alluded to, we have a mailbag episode coming out with our friend Josiah Hughes. Uh, so you can look out for that. Uh, we also have a live show coming up this Friday. Alex Goldman from Le- Reply All is going to be joining us to watch uh, some cameos. We haven't done a a cameo episode in quite a while now. So we're excited for that one. That's this Friday. You have to be a patron, a patron. I also said, I almost got a Patreon. You have to be a patron at any donor level uh, to get access to the show. It's at 10 PM Eastern, 7 PM Pacific. That's this Friday coming up uh, January 21st. We also, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of bonus episodes. We've got the $100 Club where Stefan and I can film a cameo for you. Uh, you get access to a secret Discord server. We got a whole bunch of stuff there. So check it out on our Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. And if you like the show, uh, you know, rate, review on iTunes, tell a friend, all that stuff is, uh, is good for us. Uh, Jordan, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish off the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 like you're oh. not really involved with them. You're just kind of seeing them and they're doing something. Well, whatever, whatever makes it your best. I like that. Talk okay. to celebrity right. sightings. Really, yeah. good. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, Jordan, you want to start with your number three? I'll start with mine. Number three, uh, this Christmas, uh, December 21st, I was sitting at a bar in uh, Toronto and I was going to see the new pornographers in the, in the next door place. And they were all sitting beside me at the bar, like all like seven of them, including a destroyer, you know, your classic Vancouver weirdo. And uh, and all of the band, all seven of them ordered shepherd's pie, <laughs> <laughs> including destroyer. <laughs> wow. So wow. I really, I thought that was truly the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like they all got the like down the line. They could, like seven shepherds pie for the new pornographers. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that. I can't believe that's your number three. That was that's awesome. Three, Ste- Stefan, your number three. I'll do a Canadian one as well. This one's I think very Canadian, but um, do you guys remember Cabbie on the street? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. C- yeah. Cabral Richards. Um yeah. I uh, I saw him on the street wandering around Vancouver. I think it was during the NHL playoffs in like 2008, 2009 or something. And I gave him, I gave him a fist bump as I walked by. I was like, what's up, Cabby? And then he gave me the fist bump back. And I was like, you know, I was like 21, 22 years old or whatever. And I was like, man, Cabby's so fucking cool. And I don't know where he is now. I don't know if he's still doing board stuff, but I always liked him. Yeah, he, was he, is. he went, yeah, I think he did the, the Dan and Jay thing. He went down to the States for a oh, bit okay. and now yeah. he's back doing stuff in Canada. I think. Good. Yeah. 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 I like he's him, still, so. Yeah. He's, he was good. I think he's still, he got pretty big for a while too. Like, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I have yeah. a similar one to that. This is not one of mine, but I, it was like a very innocuous, I saw Kyle Turris and Whistler. 
just like a okay. Canadian hockey player. And it was literally like just walked by him. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up, Kyle? He's, and I was with my buddy. He's like, what's up, guys? And we were like, and he was, was ready it. for it. He was, he was ready, ready for the whole, the whole interaction. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, but no, my, my number three is I went to see uh, the WWE back in, uh, you know, it was probably like 2001, maybe. And uh, they, it was just a house show. Uh, so for those of you who don't follow wrestling, uh, they do. They have their shows that are on TV every week. And then they also will tour around and play shows that are not televised uh, it's just like, you know, it's just to get the live show experience uh, if you live in that town or whatever. And so we knew it was at the PE in Vancouver and we knew where all the wrestlers were going to be parking. Uh, so we like waited in the like parking lot to try and like meet some of the wrestlers. And at the time, the wrestler Kane uh, was like wearing a mask. That was like his whole gimmick was that he he had facial burns and so he had to wear a mask. And he would, he wore a towel. So he was like coming to meet the fans, but he wouldn't let anyone see his face. So he just had a, a, a big white towel over his face, <laughs> but was like meeting people, like just like a regular guy. Oh, so, so he's like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. Yeah, so it was like, he had, they had like a fence around where the wrestlers were parking. So some of the wrestlers would just kind of get out of their car, wave to the fans and then go in. Others would like come over and sign autographs and say hi or whatever. And Kane just like kind of came over and like high fived people and was like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, yeah, thanks for coming out or whatever. But yeah, did the whole thing with like a towel covering its face. That's very good. It was very, yeah, very solid. Uh, Jordan, you're number two. Number two, I was sitting in a restaurant like kind of like a moxie's type restaurant when like a kind of like corporate chain restaurant uh and um it's kind of late at night and me and my friends are drinking and then someone bangs on the glass these two guys bang on the glass and uh, i don't see who it is and then but it's like the way they bang on the glass is like oh these guys are wasted they're gonna be in trouble right like these guys are fucking disasters and so they come in the building and then i lose track of one of the guys and then the other guy, he's like walking around to tables. He's like stumbling around. And he like, if there's any table of like women, he'd start like hitting on them. And it was like really like, oh, like watching him go across the room is like very dark. But again, I lose. I'm like, okay, these guys are fucking seedy as hell. Who's tracking the other guy? And then like to my, like kind of to my left, there's this table of like six or eight like women, like having a nice time drinking. And then the other guy who I lost track of runs up to the table and goes, boo, right? Yells boo at them. They all scream. And that guy was Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. He's had some issues with women, too, I believe. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. When, and then I watched Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, go up to tables and be like, hey, what's up? And people were like, hey. And then he, like, he was like trying to hit on them. And then. The end of the night, I just watched Cuba Gooding Jr. He was like by himself at a bar, just kind of like, oh, like kind of like psychic. It was, and yeah. then the server came over and he was like, "Fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. is ruining my life." Like, I, guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was there all the time, and he's always just like blasted and stuff like that. So, oh that's my number two. Wow, that's, uh, oof, not good. Um, Stefan, you're number two. My number two is, uh, so I lived in LA for a little bit and the first weekend, uh, I was there, um, my friend Rob and I, I was living with Rob, uh, we were like, we should go, let's go see, let's go see a movie on Hollywood Boulevard at, at, uh, at the Chinese theater. Right. Yeah. Um, 
and they have like this massive, massive, like IMAX screen. Like it's the biggest screen I've ever seen. It's so huge. And, uh, and it was the opening night of, um, what's the, uh, Dunkirk, the Christopher Nolan world war two movie, yep. which if you haven't seen it is like quite an intense movie. <laughs> so intense. And we took, we're like, well, we should take some like edibles before this. Right? Of course. And so like, by the time we get to the theater, we're both like so stoned and we're like in line for popcorn, but it's like one of those things where, you know, when you're stoned and you go to a place you've never been to for the first time. Um, but, or, but it's like, you're like, well, I know what a movie theater is like generally. Right. So I know the general layout or whatever. Um, but you've never been to this specific movie theater before. And like, when you're high, that is like just the worst possible situation you can be in. Um, and so we get in line for like popcorn and then Eli Roth is like standing just directly in front of us um, and just like ordering popcorn. And we were like, this is like our first weekend in, in like Hollywood. And we're just like so high and we just don't believe it's happening at all. Um, anyway. Yeah. He was, he seemed nice. We didn't talk to him, but you know, he ordered his popcorn and, <laughs> and sat down. I love when his story is just, uh, I'm so I'm high as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I see this I guy doing a very normal thing. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, the story was just, I was really high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like, yeah, seeing the, I mean, the movie was, I loved the movie. It was great, but it was like, it was a little too much. I think it was, uh, it was a little too intense. What did he look but, like? What, how, how thick did his skin look? He looked like, I mean, he, he's a, he's a big guy, I think. Right. Yeah. So he was definitely like swarthy, you know, he was like a big, like he had a lot of energy coming off of him, I think. But again, that may have just been just the in, in <laughs> obscene amount of edibles. We took. Yeah. And sort of waves. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah this, yeah. yeah. this real aura about it. It was <laughs> light blue. Yeah. John, uh, my number two and Jordan, uh, you maybe have, been around this guy as well. Possibly. I don't know. I don't even know if this is like a celebrity sighting per se, but I, I did a show and I may have also told this on this, on the show before. So I apologize, but uh, I did a show with Aries Spears uh, of mad TV. fame. No, And uh, okay. Yeah. So, and Jordan, you're a comedian, so you will understand how very fucking bizarre this behavior is. (laughs) So I was just opening for him and it wasn't like a, it was just in the yuck yucks. It wasn't like a big deal. He was just, you know, in Vancouver for the weekend doing yuck yucks. And um, I got asked to open for him. So I'm in the green room before the show and he is just like, you can tell, and sometimes you work with, you know, more name comedians and they're very nice and they, they respect that you're also a comedian and you can talk about comedy with them. It was very clear that Aries Spears had no interest in engaging with me whatsoever, like not at all. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, he, he, so we're like barely talking. I think I introduced myself and then that was it. And then uh, he gets up, we're both sitting down, he gets up and then I guess his coat was like hanging over my head. So he doesn't even say anything to me. He just like reaches his entire body over top of me to grab his coat. And then I guess like maybe recognizes that like most of his body was like kind of on top of me because then he goes, I'm a big guy too, right? He's a big guy, not a small guy. And then he goes, He's like, oh, yeah, I just I like to get the vibe of the crowd before the show. That's all he said to me. He didn't say sorry to me or whatever. So I'm like, I don't even know what this means. I've been a comedian at the time for like six or seven years. I'm like, I don't know what getting the vibe of the show means. This is what it means to Aries Spears. Puts on this giant leather jacket indoors, (laughs) puts on music that is so in headphones that is so loud that you could hear it from a solid radius 
and just stands in the middle of the showroom as people are like filtering into the show. <laughs> what? Very Wait, can they ag- see him? Yes. Very, yes. <laughs> People like are in the middle of the in, room. He's in the middle of the room where he's about to perform, listening to music loudly, vibing to it very aggressively, like <laughs> bopping his head, like fucking into it. And then you and then people are just like, he's in the way. Like comedy clubs are very tightly packed. Yeah, he's yeah. Like standing. People are like having to shuffle around him, be like, excuse me, pardon me, you know. And then you can also see people being like, wait, is that Aries Spears who were here to see that I just like? And he just stood there for like almost 30 minutes just in the showroom as people are filtering in. And then once the, once it all gets seated, then he comes back to the green room. And That's so I don't know what so he's bizarre. It was so weird. Like, I don't know what he was hoping to get from it. I don't know if he was hoping that people were going to recognize him as he was doing this or like, well, I don't know what his plan was. Imagine but. if it was completely you, like he's never done that at a show before. <laughs> I can't be in a green room. Gotta, just fucking, I, this is crazy, but I'm going to go stand in the middle of the showroom. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so bizarre. So that's my, that's my, that's so two. weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, Jordan, oh. you're, you're number one. Number one. Okay, this one, it really backfires on me. Um, I was in uh, the Dakota, which was like one of the, it's a bar in Toronto that became big when like fake cowboy indie music was big. You know what I mean? When we all, yeah. for some reason, tucked in our shirts for a little while. Yeah, we all and, listened to Cuff the Duke and thought yeah, we were like, Cuff the Duke's a huge bull because yeah. it was definitely Cuff the Duke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so I was in the in the Dakota and there was like a, a cover band playing, which is also a, a fad that started in there. And Elizabeth Moss came in from like uh, The Handmaid's Tale and everything, because that's yeah. like films in Toronto. And I guess she fucking loves the Dakota, apparently. Like that's just though then somebody said they had a weird theory because she's a Scientologist and like they were saying they heard, so who knows if it's true, but like the church encourages Scientologists to go out amongst people so that no one thinks they're weird. You know what I mean? So then you're like, no, they're not weird. I saw Elizabeth Moss enjoying a cover band at the Dakota. Like they're yeah. cool, actually. <laughs> so then, anyways, so it was like, it's near the end and the band was playing um, Under Pressure. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was getting near the end of the song. And it was like, it was like everyone was singing along and like looking at each other and kind of like doing like a group thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought Elizabeth, because Elizabeth Moss was like right behind me to my right. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to try to sing with Elizabeth Moss. Like I have like this like moment with her. And then I, so I turned around and I was like, what can we give ourselves? Right. And she fucking, looked through me in a way that I never experienced before. <laughs> like it was impressive. Like I did not exist. I was not there. Like nothing. It wasn't there at all. Like she was still having a good time singing under pressure. And it was like, there wasn't even like her eyes didn't move like at all. Like it wasn't at all. Like, Oh, oh fuck this guy. Like it was just like right through. <laughs> my God. So that's, that's my number one. You think that's Sorry. because she's a celebrity or because she's a Scientologist? Where did uh, you jury's, st- jury's still out on that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my number one, uh, this was at the Vancouver airport uh, in like 2018, I believe, maybe 2019. Uh, and I was, uh, it was in the morning, so I was getting some breakfast. Um, I think I was flying back to LA maybe. 
and um, right next to me uh, at like, you know, like, uh, I don't know if John, you, you might know this, uh, Jordan, there's the Canucks like bar and grill or whatever at the okay. Vancouver airport. Um, and they have like booths and tables and stuff, but then they kind of have like a bar along the side. that's like facing, uh, you know, all the seating area and stuff. And I, uh, sat down there, uh, and sitting right next to me was Michael Fassbender. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, He's like very like intimidatingly like good looking and everything. He's like the most handsome man on the planet. Yeah, and he had yeah. he had his. Uh, I was like, is that him? Because he had uh, he had like a, a, a like a race a racing helmet, like a car racing helmet with him. And I like looked it up, and he like does race cars like semi professionally. So I was like, I mean, that has to be him. Like an F one type helmet? No, like he does like uh, Le Mans and like that sort of like. Oh yeah. Sure. Um. So I guess maybe he was going down to the states to like who knows what was going but i was like that's 100 percent him uh and i didn't but i didn't want to like bother him he's like eating breakfast and stuff so like my my move was he ordered first and then i was like i'm gonna order the same thing as him and <laughs> and so i did but it was like there's like three options for breakfast so it's like you know but i kind of wanted yeah. maybe he would be like hey good choice you know like the, <laughs> so funny. the eggs you got the eggs or whatever yeah. and then someone oh, came up to too? him <laughs> and then someone did come up to him and, and like asked for a photo and he was like, he declined and everything. But I was like, well, that confirms it for sure. And then in my head, I was like, well, maybe he's going to be like, well, the guy next to me ordered the same thing and didn't ask for a photo. So like, anyway, cool. he just like, he he's just like cool. ate his stuff and, and left. But um, yeah, it was like very weird being like that close, just sitting next to a famous person eating eggs in the Canucks bar and grill at the airport. And it, it's so funny that like so many of us have that idea where it's like, if I just act cool enough, this celebrity is going to make me their friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like if I, if I do this just right, if I make the right order and I don't react to him at all, he'll come around. He'll come around. Yeah. yeah. He'll talk happen, to me. But... In fact, he'll, he'll yeah. be stoked. He'll be like, wow. Yeah. I've no, and, and like, you think that they're, that's how they're going to lead the conversation. Like, wow, you know, we've been sitting together for 45 minutes and you didn't say anything to me. And that's, that's fucking sick. Yeah, exactly. It's actually yeah. so cool. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You passed the test. Yeah. Uh, my number one, it was just like a very weird sighting. I think because again, not sort of the Aries Spears thing, not like a sighting per se, but just like a weird moment where a celebrity felt very small to me. And it was actually just for laughs. Um, and uh, Jordan, I know you've been there as well and you go. So on the Friday night, so just for laughs goes for like a month, but like the main part of the festival is about a week long. And on the Friday night, they have this huge industry party and the only oh, yeah. people who are invited to the industry party are comedians playing the festival and like media and w- sponsors who are covering the festival. That's it. So it's like, it's the one party that like, no matter how famous the people at the festival are, they'll come to it. Like there's parties every night of the week, but most of the time, if there's a big name at the festival, you never see them except for this one party is the one that they will actually come to. So at this industry party, which again is a pretty exclusive party. It's on like a rooftop bar kind of thing in Montreal, or at least it was the year that I went, they have a separate VIP area in the party. That's all like, that's like <laughs> right. caged for, off for, so the, it's like, for the non-Canadians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for, the, for the people who are famous for real, they're like, yeah. look, John Cullen, it's cool that you're playing this festival, but also like Dave Chappelle doesn't want to speak to you or look <laughs> at you. So yeah. He's going to have his own area. So they have this like, so it's bizarre. So because the thing is, not every big celebrity goes in there. Like the year I was there, Blake Griffin was 
uh, playing the festival. And, and uh, he was totally like, he was just in with everybody chilling, taking photos, like super chill guy. But of course, like other famous people, not interested. So the, so it's the first year I'm going and I'm kind of like, Whoa, there's even like a separate VIP area for the real famous people. And the first person to get there was Mike Myers. And I don't know, I don't know if he was playing the festival or if he was just like around because he's Canadian or what, but I have no idea. So it is this big, like fenced in area. There's couches, there's a separate bar in there, but it's a rooftop bar. So it's like, you can just see it's an outdoor, I should say an outdoor rooftop bar. So it's like, it's not like there's, there's not, it's not like a VIP room where you don't see him. Like, it's just like a caged in area. So Mike Myers is sitting in this VIP area by himself for like an unbelievable amount of time. And he is not on his phone. Nothing. He just, he has a drink and he's sitting on a couch in the VIP area by himself, just kind of like staring at the ground. And I was like, do you think he's writing fat bastard lines in his head? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Get in my all sad. Get in my belly. (laughs) That's what he's saying it to his drink. drink, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so. It was just like so fucking bizarre. It was like, I don't know if he was like waiting for friends to show up or if he just was like, I'll just go to this party and hang out. But. Yeah, like you'd think at some point you'd either leave or just like be among the people because it wasn't, you know, even with like Blake Griffin and some of the more famous people that did just hang out, it wasn't like they were being mobbed. Like people yeah. are in the industry. Everyone's like, relatively chill. Yeah, everyone's relatively chill. And like, you know, comedians don't want to embarrass themselves. And what, it, like, yeah, maybe a few people might have asked him for pictures, but it's not like if he came out into the area, people were just going to swarm him or whatever. But yeah, it was just so bizarre. It was like, this is like, so you just watched him. I just watched him sit on a couch by himself. I love that both we both have a story where we just watched a celebrity be alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him all alone. Because Cuba Gooding Jr. didn't go on his phone either. Yeah. He just kind of stared straight ahead. Oh my Isn't God. it? And I don't know why that's weird. Like, I am happy to go to a bar by myself or a restaurant by myself, whatever. But for some reason, when it's Mike Myers, you're like, yeah. Oh, he, he just looks so alone. You're Mike and Myers. He, like, yeah, it's like, and sad he's like a surreal level of fame too. Like seeing Mike Myers is weird. You'd be like, holy shit. It was fucking weird. And then two of my friends actually, uh, took a picture. Like they ended up getting into the VIP area somehow, even though neither of them are like famous and they took a picture with him. And the picture is possibly the most awkward photo you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, like you can we need to see this at some point. Yeah. I, I'll send it to you. I'll send it okay. to you. Because yeah. so it it's the whole thing, it was just absolutely bizarre. Anyway, that's my number one. Uh that's great top three. Great Jordan. top three, Jordan. Yeah. Um, hey, listen. Great episode. Great to have you. Uh before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh yeah, check out my album, my new comedy album, comedy records. Uh it's called Friend Daddy. And uh, it's on everything that you stream things and Apple Music and iTunes. Yeah, there you go. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a it's a great album. And Jordan and I share a record label, so uh, yeah, they're yeah. Uh, support the things. team. Support the team, <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah. people can follow you just at Jordan Foise on Twitter. At Jordan Foise on Twitter. Yeah, beautiful. So there you go. Check it out. Uh, thanks again, Jordan. Thanks everybody for listening. Again, you can donate to our show at Patreon.com/slash Block Party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye.